up? <coughs> Sup? Idea Train 8. Uh, nothing new to report. Although, last night, I attempted to do laundry at the laundromat. Put all my clothes in the washer. It was about 8,000 pounds of clothes. And then I uh, went food shopping. And took a nice long while there. And then got back to the laundromat. And it was closed. So all my clothes are in the laundromat. So I'm going to have to redo those. Unless they threw them away, which would be awful. But then I could buy new clothes. That would be great. Anyway. Uh, so yeah. Nothing new to report. Um, I did a lot of research. A ton of research on WordPress. As much as I could. Still not enough. Um, I have to really figure out a way how to learn WordPress quickly. It's you know, a long process. The only thing I can do is just kind of, I don't know, I guess practice making, just start making websites with it. Um, so instead of designing my first client's website with HTML, CSS, Bootstrap, you know, JavaScript, all that stuff, I mean, I'm still going to be using that code, but I'm going to start out building uh, a WordPress theme from the ground up. So I'm going to make our whole website out of just WordPress. Tonight I'm going to start that, and I'm going to see how it goes. I'm going to be learning PHP along the way. Uh, you know, all the necessary stuff required to make a WordPress theme. A WordPress theme is basically a WordPress website, except you can post your theme online, and people can basically reuse your template. So, uh, it's going to be difficult. There, there's really not too much more I need to learn, though, uh, to become a front-end web developer. Um, boy, it's such a long process. I've learned so much, yet there's so much to learn. The next things after WordPress that I think I really need to learn, uh, there is something called React.js, which is a JavaScript framework. Um, I'm going to need to learn that eventually. That is apparently used for building uh, interactive or dynamic user interfaces. Whew, man, I don't even know what like half this stuff is. It's overwhelming truly is overwhelming, and it's going to be until I figure everything out, which is going to happen eventually. Ooh, my windshield's all messy. Uh, it, is, it is currently flurrying in uh, Lansdale, Lansdale, Pennsylvania, which is like a half an hour outside of Philly. So anyway... Boy, uh, yeah, it's definitely difficult doing this front-end web development stuff. And I imagine it would be just as difficult learning, you know, like graphic design or just as difficult learning. I wonder what else you could do through the Internet. Hmm. So you could do graphic design. You could do uh, web development. You could learn any type of computer programming, you know, any kind of software development. This stuff takes a lot of time. And, like, you could Google what I need to learn to become, like, a software developer. And then you could learn the programming language. You could learn the, uh, any programming language in, like, you know, two weeks, three weeks, maybe a month. 
and you know you could practice with it, but you won't be anywhere close to you know having any valuable skills in that field. I mean, there's so much more you have to learn. You have to learn how the programming languages interact with other programming programming languages. You have to learn how to construct, you know, software with, like, hundreds if not thousands of lines of code and how it all works together. I mean, I can build, like, little objects that are, like, maybe 10, 15 lines of code, but I'm nowhere close to being able to, like, put together pages and pages of code to make, like, a program work. I mean... If I develop a website, I might end up with, like, a couple hundred lines of code, but that's just because there's a lot of content that I have to, you know, fill out. All right. Yeah, I wasn't keeping track of time there. I was somewhere around uh, talking about how I could create a website, and I would end up maybe with, like, 200 lines of code or something. But I'm not really writing, like, long scripts. Uh to make a program or an application or an interactive interface or anything like that. It's just, like, content. And it would be, like, a long page of CSS or something. CSS would be, like, the styling of the web page. Uh, But, yeah, I'm not anywhere close to the level of uh, coding where I could just build, like, uh, you know, an advanced piece of software using hundreds or thousands of lines of code. Not quite there yet at all. Uh, I'm just hoping to be able to show that I can make websites and make a lot of different types of websites and, like, make professional websites for clients, have that on my portfolio page, and, uh, you know, hopefully get hired at, like, I don't know, some kind of web development place, maybe coding, like, mostly JavaScript or something like that. I'm not even sure, like, what these places do. Hopefully I find out soon. Um, Let's see. But. Today's going to be a pretty easy day at work again. Yesterday I got in late. I was basically just relaxing and uh, watching WordPress videos and trying to learn some stuff. While working at my job. Which... Which was pretty easy. I mean, I go in, I just do my work, listen to music all day. But what I actually do is I work in an email queue and I take care of client requests. And the client requests are usually like to set up a new account for one of their users uh, so that they can request background checks through our company. So uh, I get a, like, for example, I'll get, let me see if I can get over. I can get over. We're good. Um, For example, one of the client request emails might say, uh, please set up an account for John Smith. He needs to be able to request reports, you know, and view reports, stuff like that. So he can request request background checks, and then he's able to view the background checks. I can add an account under that client number and, uh, you know, adjust his settings to the client's needs. And... You know, that's pretty much my job, setting up new accounts for clients. Uh, You know, and I also can make edits to their profiles and stuff, you know, their contact information, uh, 
and there's a few other things I do, but that's pretty much the gist of it. And God damn, it is so boring. I mean, I'd be like totally fine with money if I enjoyed my job because I might work more overtime. You can work an unlimited amount of overtime at that job because there's usually an unlimited amount of work. Um, and they pay like pretty decently, especially in my department. Uh, but it's just so boring. I need to do something else. So that's one of the reasons I, uh, started learning web development. I need something more exciting and fulfilling. Um, but although my job is boring, it's still nice and cozy and like, I have no customers that I have to interact with, which is nice. Uh, you can listen to WordPress tutorials all day. You can listen to listen to like JavaScript tutorials all day. Um, I can even like sneak in some actual coding throughout the day, like even even just on Notepad. You can code on Notepad, and like I can just open up Notepad and start working on, you know, like just making a website or something, or working on JavaScript. You can do like pretty much anything you can imagine. Um. So it's nice because I can get practice doing what I love while I'm at work, which is horribly boring. I can occupy my time with something better. So it's something I'm not supposed to be doing, but whatever. Uh, it's just how it is. So it's been about 10 minutes. Time is running out. I think I'm going to keep going just to see how long I can talk for and not run out of things to talk about. <laughs> I'm going to get my... Uh, dashboard mount pretty soon. I guess I'll get that this weekend or something, or this week. Next recording. So, yeah. I'm going to be getting my uh, little phone dashboard mount thing. I can probably get it tonight. Maybe I'll get it tonight. Um, and then I'll be switching over to YouTube as soon as I get that. And when I switch over to YouTube, you guys will see what I look like. You guys will see, like, what the inside of my car looks like. You guys will see what my commute to work will look like. Like, yeah, you guys are going to get the full show. Uh, and then maybe, uh, maybe, I mean, it's going to be in my car for, I guess, the foreseeable future. But eventually, I would like to, uh, when, when I move into, like, my new apartment, I guess, because I don't really like my current apartment that much. If I move into a new apartment and set up, like, a, a nicer setup for my podcast, other than... So, like, my original plan was just to do this in my car, but eventually I would like to have, like, a nice podcast set up at home uh, and then have guests and stuff on it. That would be cool. Because if I keep doing it uh, on the commute to work, I'm never going to be able to have guests on it. I mean, unless I commute to work with someone which did happen at some point, but you get the idea. But, I don't know, hopefully this podcast gets big and hopefully I start making a lot more money and doing a lot of stuff that kind of gets my name out there. And then hopefully I learn bow hunting and then eventually land myself on Joe Rogan's podcast. That's the goal. <laughs> it's one of the goals. Yeah, Joe Rogan's one of my uh, favorite people in the world. Just everything he does, he's very motivated, um, he does stand-up comedy, he does UFC commentating, if that's a word, commentary, commentating, whatever. He, uh, 
he does bow hunting. He hunts and just just eats very natural foods all the time. It's very healthy. Uh, he's a black belt in jiu-jitsu. I love martial arts. Um, kind of stopping for a while because money is like quite a factor in that. It's 120 bucks a month to do the jiu-jitsu classes I want. Uh, jiu-jitsu and Muay Thai. 120 bucks for unlimited classes, but yeah, I don't have that right now. I need to work on my future so that I do have that money and that I do have the time to do it. But yeah, Joe Rogan, he uh, encouraged me to really want to look into bow hunting. So I don't know when I'm going to do it. Maybe the next apartment I get will probably, it's probably going to be local, but I would really like the next apartment I get to be like up north, like in the Poconos area. First of all, that's closer to my parents, and I love my parents. They're awesome people. But second of all, like if I could live close to an area where I could hunt, that would make bow hunting more practical. It's just such a cool idea to to hunt in general, but with a bow, like that's pretty cool. And then you also get to eat like this very natural meat. Like I'm sure it tastes amazing. The pictures that Rogan posts of his uh, elk steaks. Very uh, mouth-watering, you could say. But, yeah. Plus, like, if I move up north or whatever, maybe I would have a better place to practice or something. Oh, God. So tired. Always, always so tired. I wonder if anybody could tell me a method of, like, not having to wake up dead tired every morning. I went to bed relatively early last night, got a lot of sleep, but I'm still just, like, super tired. I'm going to probably drink coffee. Maybe coffee is the reason that I'm tired, unless I have coffee. I don't know. We will see. Definitely going to have coffee this morning. Sometimes when I have, like, too much coffee, it gives me, like, anxiety. Like, for instance, I had two cups of double strong coffee uh, at work the other day, and I basically had a panic attack, freaking out about asteroids and shit. Yeah, that's one of my, like, big irrational fear fears is asteroids. Uh, sometimes I find myself just unable to stop thinking about it throughout the day or throughout the night, and, like... I'm just like, oh my god, an asteroid could come down at any second and blow up the entire world, blah, blah, blah. Such a silly, irrational fear, but anyway, next recording is coming up. Awesome. Uh, so yeah. Whew, asteroids, huh? Yeah. I don't know. Freaky shit. I just read uh, a couple days ago that there is there's a mile-wide asteroid that's going to pass nearby Earth. Nearby, they consider, like, two million miles away nearby, but still, a one-mile-wide asteroid is going to pass nearby Earth. And, you know, I, I, I don't know, like, it might have already passed by. I think it was, like, in January or something, but a mile-wide, like, that's... Can you imagine looking up in the sky and seeing a rock a mile-wide 5,000 feet wide plus, like, just a 5,000 foot wide rock just falling toward the earth at 60,000 miles per hour, or however fast they go, 40,000, like, 
you know, 10 miles per second, however fast that is. Um, it's pretty insane. Um, yeah. So, although it's unlikely that an asteroid that could do, like, severe damage would hit Earth anytime soon, I mean, you really don't know how likely it is. I mean, there's just millions and millions of asteroids out there. Billions and billions and billions and billions. I see this Trump sticker in front of me, and it just reminds me of the video where he just repeatedly says the word billions. It's a really funny video. You guys should check it out. But anyway, speaking of billions or millions, there's millions of asteroids out there, and at any second, any one of them could just annihilate the entire planet. Even that mile-wide asteroid, if it hits the right spot, like, it could cause a nuclear winter and block out the sun for, like, a decade, and, you know, humans could just die. Ten years pushing it, humans might be, you know, a lot of humans would probably die, but, uh, you know, we might, we might be able to survive, but that's just a mile-wide asteroid. There's plenty that are, like, five or six mile wide, miles wide, and they could certainly destroy all life on the planet, you know, like they did killed most life during the dinosaur era. A six-mile-wide asteroid, in case you guys don't know, that's the highest proposed theory, is that a six-mile-wide asteroid hit somewhere around Mexico, the Yucatan Peninsula, I believe it's called, and uh, killed all the dinosaurs, or like 75% of all, all life on Earth or something. Anyway, uh... That's one of my big irrational fears. Another one that keeps me up at night is, like, nuclear war, but not so much anymore, because I feel like I feel like we have nuclear war figured out. Although it's still, like, scary when someone like Kim Jong-un comes around and has nuclear weapons, supposedly, uh, and, like, threatens to use them all the time. Uh, I think because of the uh, mutually assured destruction treaty or whatever agreement it was, mutually assured destruction, like, the the high powers, the superpowers, we all really know what the consequences of, new, of using nuclear weapons are, like, we all know that once someone launches a nuclear weapon, the entire human race dies, because someone's going to retaliate with a nuclear weapon, and then it's just, everyone's going to die, like, there's no way around it, so I don't think anyone with the capability to launch a nuclear weapon is psychotic enough to want to destroy the entire human race. There would be no point to that. There would be no point to you being in power just so you could ruin your entire existence. Like, the people that are in power, they want more power. And if you launch nukes, you're going to lose all your power because you're going to be dead. So I don't think even Kim Jong-un is, is that stupid. I think he just wants a presence in the nuclear world to show that, like, he's a superpower. He really wants to show his people that he's powerful and that he's not just a, a mouse compared to the United States because they really hate the United States over there, and he wants to show his people that he has power and he can stand up to the United States. Anyway, yeah, so you got asteroids, you got nuclear war. These are, like, irrational fears that keep me up at night. Like, uh... I'll I'll be, like, really close to falling asleep, and then all of a sudden, my eyes pop wide awake because it's because I'm thinking about asteroids or something. And, like, I'll see, like, a bright light outside, and it reminds me of, like, a flash of a nuclear weapon or an asteroid or something. Anyway, that's the end of this one.
<clears throat> yeah, next segment. Jeez, uh, I really don't have a clue how to, like, continue the recording on. I just keep making new recordings. Whatever. <sighs> Maybe it's better this way because I can, like, recollect my thoughts after each one. But, and instead of just rambling and rambling and rambling. Yeah, so, asteroids, nukes, whatever. Also, just existence and, like, the theories behind where we all came from, that stuff keeps me up at night, too. Uh, not as much as asteroids, because they're far more imminent. And, like, the the moment you see an asteroid, that's the moment you die. Oh, boy. Anyway, um, some of my favorite, like, existence theories are, like, the Boltzmann brain theory. That's a really fun one. Where, like, because of infinite quantum fluctuation, eventually a sentient brain can just pop into existence. Whew. It's a freaky one. Um, and one of the theories is that it's far more likely for a sentient brain to pop into existence that has memories of an entire universe and, you know, being loved by people, having a family, stuff like that. It's more likely that just a random brain would pop into existence than an entire universe would pop into existence out of nothing. Speaking of that, uh, having kids, by the way, if you make a baby, you're literally just spawning a sentient consciousness out of nothing. It just pops into existence. Just imagine not existing, and then all of a sudden, someone makes you just pop into existence, and then you know you're going to die and, like, it's going to be hell for most of your life. Yeah, life is pretty rough. <laughs> so, I don't know, bringing kids into this world, the world itself, it's pretty shitty. It's it's really not that bad if you live in the right area and, like, you raise your kids right and, uh, you know, you provide for them and all that. And you teach them how to provide for themselves. Life isn't so bad. I actually really love life at the moment. But, like, there's there's a lot of, like, scary shit in this world, there's a lot of fears that people can have, and, and the fear can sometimes consume their entire lives, and just to, like, pop something into existence that knows it's going to die, and, like, you know it's going to suffer, and you know it's going to have tons of fear all the time, Whew. it's a rough concept. It's really just crazy to imagine that you're creating a consciousness from nothing. I mean, you create it from a sperm and an egg cell and then it multiplies, but, like, really, you're creating a consciousness from nothing. It's really, it's kind of a scary thought to me. But also cool. Also very cool. Um, yeah, consciousness and stuff. That really gets my mind going. Because all you are, all your consciousness is, is uh, neuron signals going back and forth, communicating with each other. Just electricity. You're literally just electricity. You're just electric signals going back and forth. A neuron receives and transmits, like, you know, tiny little electrical signals. And uh, that's all you are. You're just tiny little electrical signals communicating with each other. And... You have convinced yourself that you have actual meaningful thoughts, 
I mean, they are meaningful to yourself, and they're meaningful to your peers and whatever, but it's really just electrical signals. That's all your whole consciousness is. And which brings me into my next uh, fascination, uh, artificial intelligence. Oh, my gosh. That's such a fascinating concept. I feel like we're pretty darn close to that. Uh, you know, maybe like a decade or two away from having like human level intelligence. Some people will say, oh, we're 50 years away, we're 150 years away, uh, we're 20 years away. I don't know, it's probably like 10 or 20 years. Running out of time. I want to get into this rant. Maybe I'll just stop recording and then get into the next rant. Yeah, so artificial intelligence. Oh my gosh, it's so fun. Uh, I mean... I don't know what it takes to make a brain out of a computer, but if you think about it, if you think of websites and links as like neurons to a brain, then the internet is probably already a brain that we can't conceive at the moment. Um, like, because there's trillions of neurons in your brain and they communicate with each other. Or maybe there's billions and then there's trillions of connections. Who knows? Uh, a neurologist would know that. Um, but, like, the Internet, all day long, on Google, people search for Internet and, like, websites communicate with each other one blip at a time. Uh, you know, links and websites and servers, like, they receive a signal and then they transmit a signal, just like a neuron. So, perhaps the Internet itself is, like, one giant brain for the world. Um, yeah, could be. You never know. And maybe, like, we've already created artificial intelligence. Like, maybe the, the world is actually thinking. I mean, it's not really... First of all, we wouldn't be able to conceive the world thinking. We wouldn't be able to pick that up. Like, one person wouldn't be able to comprehend a world brain, I don't think. Like, we would be able to tell that a robot with a human-level brain in it, we'd be able to tell that that thing has, like, consciousness and it's sentient by doing the Turing test, which is basically a series of questions trying to determine whether or not something can actually think on its own or is artificially intelligent or has human-level intelligence, whatever. Uh, but I don't think there would be any possible way for us to conceive a world brain how would we be able to actually communicate with the entire internet if the internet is a brain now? Um, so yeah, we may have created artificial intelligence just by making the internet and putting so many things on the internet. Um, but I mean, uh, eventually we would be able to create like a smaller brain or like have a robot that's connected to like a supercomputer that makes up sort of a brain, like a human brain. Um, so we could, maybe the internet is like the first uh, artificial brain, but eventually we're going to be able to make like smaller brains, you know. I mean, we probably did already create human level intelligence, but we just can't conceive it because it's on such a large scale. I mean, I don't know. It's just a, just a theory, an, an idea. But, yeah, robots are getting pretty crazy, man. If you ever, if you, 
uh, ever seen CES? I forget what it stands for, but it's like a technology convention every year. CES 2018. You should check it out on YouTube. They revealed, like, new sex robots, <laughs> which is a pretty, pretty awesome concept. But uh, they look like the robots from, like, Westworld and stuff. Uh, or, you know, just something out of a sci-fi movie. They look absolutely, like, creepy and terrifying. These robots are getting, like, absolutely... Uh, just too advanced for uh, for my liking, I guess. I mean, I think the idea of advanced robots is pretty awesome, and it's great for humanity. But eventually it could lead to the robot apocalypse. I mean, who knows? It's freaky. And I'm at work. I'm pulling in the gate now fun talking about the stuff that I talked about. I'll probably talk about it more, like, I'll probably talk about the more abstract stuff more often, as opposed to, like, boring web development stuff, because it's a really freaking slow process, that is. Um, so, I don't know, it'd probably be more exciting if I talk about, like, crazy, mind-blowing stuff, like, just the shit that keeps me up at night, the crazy theories, whatever. But... Having said that, I'm at work now, and uh, I will keep you guys updated on the web development stuff. I'm going to be starting the WordPress website for my client, our, our client, Gizmo's client, tonight. And I'll keep you updated on that. And on that note, got to go. Have a good day, guys.